0: you're listening to the morning brew show a podcast about a student who's trying to make sense of what it means to live in a society filled with mysteries while trying to answer the questions we often articulate ourselves with every day my name is el and i'm a student who's just trying to talk about anything and everything over a cup of coffee I want to try something new. Welcome to Coffee Sessions. This is where I talk to students about random things and, you know, where everything is just calm and relaxing, like enjoying a, a cup of coffee, you know. So to kick start this Coffee Sessions series within a series, I would like to welcome a UPOU Bachelor of Arts in Multimedia Studies student, Ms. Purple Sazon. She has been a BAM student for about three years now. Hello, Purple. How are you?
1: Hi, Al. I'm doing great.
0: (laughs) For our listeners who may not know who you are, please do give us a brief introduction about yourself.
1: Okay. So, hello, listeners. Uh, My name is Purple. I'm a full-time student currently taking a Bachelor of Arts in Multimedia Studies. Um, I enjoy art and music, especially K-pop. And I'm also part of uh, UP Photography Society, also known as UP Optics. And my favorite thing to do is watch anything—videos, <laughs> series, films—you name it. And it's I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Um, what club was that? What did you say? Uh, what, if if something photography, and I kind of um just you know, um, what club was it?
1: Um. UP Photography Society.
0: Ooh, it's.
1: Or UP Optics. That
0: sounds so. That sounds nice, actually. Well, like, <laughs> what what do you do in UP Optics?
1: Well, we're a photography organization uh, based in UP Diliman, but it's open for um, UP OU students as well.
0: Mm. So how do you how do you apply to UP Optics? Optics.
1: Um, well, you just follow our page on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is UP Photography Society. And then there is like a open and close parenthesis, UP um, Optics. Just Optics. Ooh. And then uh, just wait for your announcements there. We'll be having an application process soon. So watch out.
0: Ooh. So what are the uh, requirements for this?
1: Nothing really. Um, just uh, be passionate for photography. Um, it doesn't even have you don't even have to be good at it. You just have to love it,
0: Ooh. Right? Okay, this intrigued me because I I, I like uh, clubs like this, especially it's photography. You know, I like doing photography, although I'm not really good at it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to, you know, st- learn it better. If you mind, would you send me a link to, you know, to the, to, to the page?
1: Yeah, sure. Because I don't
0: really use Facebook, so.
1: Sure, I'll send it right in. There you yeah. go.
0: So how long has it, how long have you been a member of this um, UP Optics?
1: I've been part of Optics since, I guess, two years now, about two years. Because um, before that, I was an applicant. Mm-mm. And then, um, which was which uh, was about a semester, a UP semester, and then for the second Mm-mm. half, we were we became members of the the organization.
0: Ooh, okay. So I'm looking through their page as of the moment, and I really like these um these shots, especially this. Um, there's this shot that's... it's a really f- creative one like uh, it's in a it's outside and then there's this hand reaching down on this small person with the uh, UP maroon fighting maroon pose of the shadow it looks like a UP fighting maroon pose mm. this is on March 6 oh, the yeah. off to dreamland yeah. photographed by Carl Nira.
1: yeah that is one of our new members works so mm. um if you apply for uh up optics um you will get a chance to have your photo featured in the page Ooh. just like the one you saw um this was during their application process
0: oh man okay so um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really intriguing <laughs> because it, it's uh, it's new and I did not know this existed at all.
1: Yeah, um wish uh, our our university should have more like
0: Yeah, true.
1: orientation to clubs and stuff.
0: Yeah. That's what UPOU is lacking, clubs, right? Mm. Cuz we yeah. don't we're not really that hindi tayo masyado exposed sa ano, sa clubs. Yeah. Na, Para salin students, especially this one, like you mentioned, na it can it's open to any UP student, kahit UPOU. Uh, so uh,
1: it's open to only Diliman and UPOU students.
0: Oh, And ah, Diliman and OU yes. lang. Yes,
1: uh, because these organizations are based on UP Diliman,
0: mm. so they're like,
1: oh, you you can join us, like you know. To us people <laughs> who have no Mm-mm. such, um, like, organizations.
0: Pero where where is this in Diliman, do you know? Uh, what do you... Do they, have, like, do they have, like, a building or are they, um, are they, like, this club, do they have, like, an office in UP Diliman or parang... Doon sila to create things. I, I don't ah, know.
1: <laughs> so, we don't, like, have a building or an office. But there's this uh, place in Vinzons, I believe. And uh, there's, like, mini... I don't know what to call it. But, like, mini seat, seating areas there where uh, clubs gather. Like, so, not just optics, mm-hmm. but other organizations as well.
0: Ooh. Kind of, like, a
1: we call it a tambayat.
0: Ah, <laughs> yeah. But parang it. This looks like something that ano. Kilangan na. Parang this is the type of club na kilangan ng headquarters,tera. Ang ano ba nito? The photography nito. It's by just sa mobile phone or kilangan may ano siya? May DSLR um, camera? Yeah,
1: no. Uh, we're pretty uh, free about like the tools that you use. So like Mm -hmm. we had applicants who relied on their phones. There's really not. uh, There's no requirement except for love for photography, as I mentioned (laughs) earlier. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna wait for an announcement for that. I wanna I wanna join this organization because it looks really interesting, and you know I might learn a lot of things. It looks like I'm gonna learn a lot of things based on the photos that are you know displayed on the page. Um,
1: because uh, uh, some of the members, like, they talked about joining the organization with zero experience or, like, they're really mm-hmm. not good at photography and they developed their skills through here.
0: Ooh. So, kind of like an underdog story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because, <laughs> uh, basically, like, you will learn a lot. Um, sorry uh, you will learn a lot through experience
0: yeah that's very true so for our listeners who are interested in photography who are in UP Diliman or UPOU check out uh, UP Optics UP Photography Society Optics in on Facebook so yeah yeah thank you for we'll this we will be waiting
1: for you <laughs> 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 well anytime
0: Okay, so now let's jump into some of the um, questions that I have lined up. Uh, I asked this earlier, but how's it like uh, COVID-wise in Cavite? Like, is it like you know, uh, well-contingdaman yung mga cases?
1: Um, I think it's getting worse because we're so close to Manila, and a lot of our uh, Working like the working people are living are living in Cavite, so you know it's a bit more dangerous. But I'm guessing um, it's definitely a lot better than uh, the conditions in Manila.
0: Mm-mm. that's that's very true. I mm-hmm. forgot how high we've already reached at this point. Like I think we're about twenty-eight. 28- thousand cases. Wow. wow. So, yeah, I have, like, have you been outside?
1: <laughs> Ever since last year? Yeah. I've been out a couple of times. Most of them are like uh, for academic purposes. Mm-hmm. But, but what I really... about
0: for just, you know, um just to I don't know, enjoy something, you know? Uh,
1: well, it's, um, because I mostly, like, stay at a friend's house if that's the case. Mm -hmm. If, like, we just, if we want to hang, we don't really stay, like, at the mall or something.
0: At this point, malls are really boring. (laughs) (laughs) True. Right, Farang. Um... I mean, compared to that eh, where malls are like this huge, um, but it's a center of everything na dun talaga lahat na pupuntahan yung tao to gather, to eat, to do business, to everything. And then now parang it's just, it's so deserted. Parang wala talagang tao, except for the employees closing up, on employees walking home. So, parang ganon na yung itsura niya, sobrang tahimik, sobrang eerie on the thing.
1: It's a good thing that, you know, we're hanging out more, like, Mm. at our homes. You know, because you don't have to spend a lot of money just to eat Mm. or have fun. I think uh, it's, I guess, both a blessing and a curse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, (laughs) yeah. We just, you know, adapt to whatever it Mm. is that's happening. Mm, Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean... I mean, uh, personally, I like since before even COVID started, mm-hmm. like, um, I always hang out at my friends' house. mm-hmm. houses. <laughs> 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 um, and most, and if I'm not with them, I'm, I'm, I'm just staying at home. So for me, there's not really much of a difference. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the lifestyle, mm. I'd say I'm actually enjoying this a lot more <laughs> than I think I would.
0: And it's an introvert? I guess
1: so. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just mean, I, I, I guess the only thing that I miss is having shoots, you know, going out to take photos.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, me too so wrong it's I don't know what type of photos do you take but when you're outside
1: um I um, I personally enjoy portrait photography so I take a lot of uh, photos of my friends um mm-hmm. or like uh, I also like to take photos of like food that I eat or mm-hmm. Or if I come across some, I saw something that was really beautiful, like a beautiful scenery, like um, a beautiful sunset, uh, I would take photos of that.
0: Mm. Actually, sunsets are really nice, especially pagano. Um, If you've seen the sunsets in Makati,
1: Mm. I think I've, yeah, I think I've seen one before. Yeah, they're
0: really beautiful. Mhm, especially if I know, if makuhon mo siya ng uh pag ka ng building ganon. Pag nasa mm-hmm. I'd say I think 14th yeah. floor is a good enough floor to, to capture a good, you know, sunset sunrise ganon. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, sobrang dew ka ko Parang yun lang yung stress reliever, reliever ko it's, it's going out. To take photos of anything.
1: Well that's a good. um, Like exercise to do. Especially Mm -hmm. if you want to be. Good at photography.
0: Mm -mm. Like. You can do creative Mm -mm. stuff. Like. I want to do a lot of creative things then. With photography. But. uh, I I think I can do that. Now this next term. Since. The subject is photography. And. Yes. I am you excited? And excited, dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's really fun, cause uh, yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, I remember them having photo walk sessions because it happened like uh the year COVID started.
0: Wait, what are photo walk sessions?
1: Oh, photo walk sessions are like uh. Where you go out And take pictures
0: uh, oh, uh, So that's what it's called
1: <laughs> Yes
0: I, d- I did not know There was a term for that
1: Well I don't, I'm don't. i not sure If it's a, Like a legit term But like That's how um, That's how we call it
0: That's how it was introduced Yeah mm-hmm. Photo walk sessions Actually it does make sense Honestly
1: Yeah you could Or you could just call it <laughs> Photo walks Like without the yeah. sessions
0: it- <laughs> Is It Is it Yeah, photo walks. Yeah, I like that. Photo walks. But have you been vaccinated Naba, For, you know?
1: Mm, For COVID? No, because here, like, you have to wait for your turn. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. other levels. Priority levels. And so, I don't fit in any of the ones that need to be vaccinated immediately. So, like, basically, I'm a C-tier. So, I don't have... Um, I haven't been vaccinated.
0: There are vaccination programs, pero mm-hmm. there they are walk-in. So yun you know major mm-hmm. delicado din kasi and daming cases dito. Is vaccine ka, pero if hindi ka umabot, may chance na nakakuha mm-hmm. ka na ng COVID. Kasi mm-hmm. nga lumabas ka, 'di ba? Pumila ka, ang daming yeah. tao ganoon. So
1: and I've heard that like NCR anyone is free to go. So I think that adds more to, you know, the danger mm. of getting.
0: Because some people come from Bulacan, they go yeah. here to Metro Manila to, end uh, to get vaccinated. So. I
1: mean, I think that's, well, well, personally, I think that's kind of making things worse, because. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think
1: that we should just wait for a turn. There's a reason why it's called a priority list because. Not all of us have to go out. When, like, I saw some people, like, went out just to, you know, have fun or do whatever that's not important. And they're endangering the people who really need to go outside, you know. And I think some of the people who are kind of pushing to get vaccinated, even though they're not. A priority is because of that. That's yeah. just my opinion on it.
0: Ang stubborn lang, diba?
1: Yeah. I have very strong opinions about this <laughs> ordeal.
0: Yeah, go lang. I mean, cause it, it makes sense naman, eh. Like, pag hindi mo naman kailangan talaga lumabas, wag na, ba? Yeah. It doesn't just endanger you. It endangers then the people at home. Pag umuwi ka na may COVID, ba? So, yeah. lahat sila may infect.
1: Not even only that. Even just the people you come across with outside. Like, who knows ew, if one of them has COVID and like the next person doesn't, and you might, you know, cause them to have COVID because even out when you yeah didn't even.
0: Because, deba after a week, palalabas yung symptoms non.
1: Mm, yes, week to like two weeks, I think yeah it, it's, even. <laughs> very because like some of the people that like are close with our family they're like pushing us to get vaccinated even though we're capable of being at home all the time we don't we're not a part of the um yeah pri- priority like the a b tiers like it's kind of like Frustrating because mm, it is. why are you pushing us to get vaccinated when we don't need it? Because like my family doesn't really want. Mm. Not that we don't want, but we just like want to wait for our turn, you know. And then there mm. are people who are like, yeah. "Oh, get vaccinated already!" Blah blah blah. And like, Mm-mm. how are we even going to yeah. get vaccinated if we're not on the priority list, which is like the requirement <laughs> for being vaccinated. Mm. Right, mm-mm. like it means that you're doing something that is not procedure to get vaccinated, and you're taking um, these vaccines from people who are who, working, who are who need to work outside. You know? like that's that's just wrong.
0: Yeah, it is,
1: and it's making everything worse.
0: Like as long as you have a strong immune system naman eh ba?
1: if you have yeah. enough
0: um, if you take enough vitamins you have enough exercise and sleep parang hindi ka naman talaga ma-affect masyado ng virus or uh, hindi ka makaka yeah hindi ka ma infect ng virus masyado if you follow proper yeah. protocols to face mask and yeah, the face like... shield and
1: yeah exactly like and why would you even go out mm. if you don't have to?
0: And I know there are people that just because they are vaccinated, they still go out without a face mask. Because they are vaccinated.
1: That's like really annoying. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not you. It's the other people. Hmm. Like
0: Parang ang selfish lang ba?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically. That's that's the problem.
0: Follow protocols, lang.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of stories about people, you know, having members in their household who had COVID, and then some of them don't have COVID. And why mm. is that? Because they're they're following protocols, mm. right? I mean, it's not impossible.
0: Hmm. <laughs> because yung, yung friend ko, um, she's had COVID twice na, pero yung mga kasab niya sa bahay, hindi naman nagka-COVID kasi she isolates her she isolated herself in her room for two weeks, so parang limited talaga yung contact nila tapos since may she has her own bathroom naman, I think, ayon talagang ano, talagang walang nagka-COVID sa kanila, maliban lang sa kanya kasi siya yung uh, lumalabas, siya yung siya atay grocery din so ayun so as long as you follow the right protocols hindi ka naman makaka-COVID and
1: yeah
0: um ayun, wait for the vaccine lang ba?
1: yeah please wait for your turn <laughs> don't go outside have fun can't <laughs> have fun inside the house you know
0: ang dami namang pwedeng gawin na madami na namang yeah. games pwede yung download ang dami movies pwede yung panuori and there are and lots like, of books to read this
1: thing called the internet where you can Go on calls with mm. people.
0: <laughs> One thing that I've noticed is itong this COVID is it brought a lot of people closer in a sense because people reach out with mm-hmm. calls mm-hmm. more. Lalo na pagana. Z- since Zoom was introduced, diba? Yeah. Sobrang daming mga taong nag Zoom. Sobrang daming bagong connections na form ganon especially dito yo online classes, ba? I mean, ako hindi, I don't know what it's I don't remember what it's like to interact with people in classrooms. Sobrang tagal na akong wala sa classroom. Pero ayon, Zoom meetings are it's a new way to create new connections with people like classmates, especially dito sa OU where most of the students mm. are working students most of them have family snagon mm. pero zoom meeting sessions about projects or i it's mm. brought us closer mm. like that's so oh, yung ha. um, mm. i have this small group of friends na para mayroon kaming group sa discord na mm. ever since ever since na I, I forgot if it's first term or second term. I think second term, where we got together and parang kami kami sa ano sa mga group works mm-hmm. ganon reconnection na ganon.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's not even like only with Zoom, but again with the people mm-hmm. you live with. I mean, if you're not alone and you have you have um, people inside that you're together you're together with. I mean, because it can bring them a lot closer because you're spending every single minute of every single day together. That's bound to, you know, create deeper connections.
0: Yeah, in a way. Grateful for the <laughs>
1: It's a blessing it and a curse.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. How was your experience with UPOU naman, so far?
1: Well, I guess it's okay. I would say it's great mm. because You know i get to meet a lot of new people and not only that improve Mm -hmm. on my skills and technically and socially speaking just because like it's online doesn't mean you're not gonna learn anything like there is still group works
0: yeah actually group works i mean sometimes it's fun sometimes it's not I think I can everybody would agree on me on that because there are mm-hmm. group works and sorang heat up easy bit, especially you know those students who don't reply
1: <laughs>
0: yeah it, it's
1: basically <laughs> dependent on the people you work with. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter what you will be working on. I think for me, it's like it's like that, like no matter how easy or hard it is, as long as. Your groupmates are active,
0: responsive. Yes. active.
1: Everything will be fine.
0: So for ano, um, the group works. I mean, um, groupings, deba? Uh I hate yung groupings that, ano na yung teacher nagdeset. set yes. Because kang choice. Yeah. Pero pag when you get to pick your groupmates, ayon, talagang the moment I see na open na siya for to get to create, to make your own group make a pick pick this many people they pick up to 5 to 10 people ganon for this group mhm mag-message ako agad sa mga taong alam kong active parate
2: m mm.
0: <laughs> deba parang atakin ko na agad hatong mga yeah. ano natong <laughs> mga negative thoughts na nagagawa
1: yeah. but i think there's an advantage though to having professors assigned big. group work yeah because you I get to meet new people mm-hmm. and you get to discover oh this person works really well with me you know mm-hmm. and you get to form new connections
0: like ano ito um like fit kino wala kanina yung panel 12 ba?
1: Yeah.
0: our group work there it was assigned to us by the professor so Ion. um there's so bang- <laughs> There's over stress namin sa course we got to parang we have parang we have something We have this uh bond I guess mm-hmm. and it, some of our group members actually uh, from that group um and like friends ko ganon. Mm-hmm. Not just like uh, not just classmates but our friends ganon. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's <laughs> one of the few good things that could come from <laughs> and I mean, teacher assigned. I, I
1: mean at least now you know like which people you don't want to be with in a group. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> What's it like in BAMS in terms of uh, no, um, the workload and the courses?
1: Um, it depends on the professor. I don't know, like uh, some uh, courses have a lot of workload, True. but <laughs> because like the professor is really good you're able to handle these works but like in others were like it's pretty easy but for some reason like you can't you know do the work do the, they want you to do even though it's like a lot easier
0: so like comp ed 20 if you remember comp ed 20 I'm not sure if you have comp ed 20
1: uh, I had comp ed 20, 20 and uh, I don't know I kind of enjoyed it
0: for us it's did.
1: Yeah, when I took it, like, because I didn't take it, um, I didn't have it last semester. Mm. I had it, like, before, before. That was mm. pretty okay.
0: Our comp in 20 sucked.
1: <laughs> I've heard a lot from my <laughs> um, my uh, friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it sucked so bad. We Everybody hated it.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when we like hang out, we always talk about it, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, but I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it really depends on on the timing and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, because I guess uh, my favorite subject or courses in being a BAM student is are the production courses, MMS, like you you learn about text, photography, audio, graphic, everything. Like, I guess those are Mm -hmm. my favorite courses, so I had more ease with them.
0: Wait, what's that course for the the audio class?
1: It's called MMS 172. Is
0: that open for everyone or is that exclusively for BAMS students?
1: Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not sure about that.
0: I wanna take the course. I don't know, just to, you know, learn a lot more about audio because this I mean I'm doing a podcast mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I wanna learn more about that because I really just started podcast from nothing. So I did I don't know a lot about audio production. Like I just keep I just learn along as I go along and yeah, it would be nice, I guess, to learn a lot more about it.
1: Mm, yeah. um, But, like, when I heard about your—I listened to one of your episodes, and it was really good.
0: Wait, which one?
1: <laughs> I just kind of, like, browsed through all of them, and it was like, hmm, that sounds, uh, like, great. Like, I even thought you had some lessons.
0: Uh, thank you very much Um, i mean i I had no lessons i mean this i mean to be fair this is my second podcast like i had a lot of mistakes Mm. in the first one like in terms of mic quality editing quality and you know background noises Mm. and all that so Mm. i guess this second podcast is a second take on everything that I've experimented on in the first podcast. Because in the first one, I had I only have like 20 episodes, and that's it. Yeah. And then this one. Yeah,
1: I, I try to listen to the other podcasts as well. And like, the quality is... The quality jump is... Different. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you learn a lot from experience.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess the one good thing about... Being in um, is having at least some experience without being hmm. limited to what you have in terms of the tools that you have. Because, you know, when in production, you would immediately think of having the best computer or the best Cameras, camera, the best microphones, yeah, right. the best programs. But the professors really cater to everyone because they offer. We kind of teach how to navigate You know In having not much And still learning from it
0: I mean to be fair Today the phones are Really good like, They have good cameras They have good mic qualities Right? So Yeah I think There are a lot of videos on YouTube That they compare um, Phones and um, camera Hollywood's uh, film making cameras and most of them are almost identical with just a few minor differences but it's not that visible to us I mean to the naked eye and especially now if you've seen the um, this new are you an iOS or an Android user? <laughs>
1: um, I am an Android user but Um, I also know how to use iOS
0: (laughs) (laughs) because Uh, there's this new phone that's coming out on Apple and it's um, iPhone 13 and they introduced this like new camera it's called uh, that has this new mode it's called cinematic mode so with this camera they like um, you if you've seen Hollywood movies like there are scenes where they shift focuses right you know those types of scenes so This phone, this iPhone 13, it has that camera this, with the cinematic mode. And that's what it does. It it it, uh, it shifts focus from subject to subject. Like if this, uh, let's say, on your frame for the camera, there are two subjects, one at the back and one in front. So when the uh, subject in front is looking at the camera or Uh, facing somewhere near the camera the the focus is on that subject but when that subject looks away the camera shifts focus to the one behind him
1: oh so there's like right uh, so some artificial intelligence going on yes that's cool
0: so like the quality of Cameras these days are so... Good.
1: Especially iPhone.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah,
1: especially iPhones. So yeah. They're really something. At the, you know, photo game, you can literally do quality work at yeah. the palm of your hands. You know, it kind of makes you think about the tools that you use. Well, um, of course, it's, it's great to have, you know, really good, equipment yeah but you know you're not forced to buy
0: yeah it's expensive as hell
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's a good way for people to kind of try out things try things out Mm -hmm. or really getting into like a hobby or something
0: yeah it's a fun hobby you know photography Mm -hmm. and cinematography That's actually one of the things that I'm trying to learn is cinematography. But I can't do it here at home properly.
1: Mm, Yeah, I think for cinematography, you really need light. Which can be expensive for, you know, Filipinos. (laughs) A Mm. Filipino budget. Well,
0: no. Actually, the thing is, the only thing that you need when you make cinematography, um, uh, cinematography shots or transitions and all that really it's just a phone like there are a lot of um, videos on youtube where you can do a lot of cinematography um cinematographic cinematography (laughs) cinematographic videos (laughs) using a phone and it's 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 amazing you know
1: yeah um basically you really need to understand how to use things that you have Mm -hmm. for lighting yeah i guess especially natural light like that's your best friend oh yeah of course having like a light system really is different um that in my opinion i mean it still produces a different quality yeah (laughs) because there are some um, videos where they talk about getting cheap lighting but for us it's actually kind of expensive (laughs) you know like oh you found this video talking about cheap lights but oops you can't you still can't afford it because you don't live in america
0: it's like it's a (laughs) hundred bucks or something yeah but
1: yeah what you said about youtube videos with just a phone i mean tools are getting more powerful and a lot cheaper
0: it it makes me excited for our uh, uh upcoming courses for film 10 and theater
1: huh
0: right yeah. so yeah, i want to experiment a lot on that yeah i
1: think that will be a fun experience
0: have you always seen yourself attending upou
1: no actually uh, i only learned about upou through um, while i was in, um applying for upcat like they listed out upou and like oh it's that and then i searched for it because like, when you apply for upcat mm-hmm. you need to choose universities Mm. right yeah yeah and like my first option was of course dilemma and then the second one like i don't have any other option Mm. like i'm not gonna go to some province (laughs) or uh, like i'm not gonna study at up manila because i don't want to be at the i don't want to you know learn about medicine even though Mm. it's very interesting like it's just not my thing yeah so When I saw UPLU, I was like, "Hmm, this is something. (laughs) Then I searched for it and I saw that, you know, it's like work from home, but for school. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I kind of just like chose that as my second option. And here I am.
0: But do you like it? Do you like the work from home setup? This whole distance learning thing?
1: I mean, overall you're having a great time with it and uh, of course the program is still lacking in certain aspects mm-hmm. like sometimes I would wish that we had you know regular classes where you go to school and yeah you're on a lecture I don't know I really like it and I think um, it's a blessing to you know be here because mm-hmm. again with the situation with the pandemic situation yeah
0: like, actually we got lucky but, with this one
1: <laughs> yeah like I was thinking like um because there of course there are other schools that I applied for like Benilde mm-hmm. etc like Benilde was actually like the the university I really want to go to but mm-hmm. it's but it's just expensive yeah like, true for some reason I think it's like i meant to be here at UPOU mm-hmm and it's one of the reasons probably because of this of the pandemic like mm. when I look back at everything like college applications and everything like wow I'm so glad <laughs> that I did not went to those universities
0: <laughs> yeah right because you
1: know? Cause, yeah
0: because I remember applying for at, U- at USD
1: yeah uh-huh. I also tried i then... uh, sorry I also tried at U-
0: I mean ang ganda din kasi the UST right like if you've seen the library <coughs> yes exactly <laughs> but i love their library it was so it looks so cozy and everybody it, it looked so comfortable you know and i couldn't go inside because i was not a student but seeing it from the outside it looks so you know it was different yeah it. mo naman yung ano, the in campus restaurants.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like lo- tons of good stuff in there.
0: But yung ga, it's it's expensive as hell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Here we are. U P O U. Here we are. U
1: P O U. But you know, it's not a bad thing. I think.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's not it's... a bad thing. Okay. It, it's yeah. fun.
1: Yeah. I. Yeah. Like I said before, like I think I was you know like destined to be here
0: (laughs) Bro, why did you take PAMS like did you ever consider the other courses
1: um like the other the other UPOU courses
0: yeah like um AA or B or BES Um, BES.
1: no (laughs) no because like um I was already set on learning about arts Mm-hmm. I mentioned before um, my dream school was Benil. And then for Deleman, I applied for their BFA program. Ooh. I wasn't kind of like looking at the other courses.
0: Ooh, so you were really set for BAMS.
1: Yeah. But then I was like so surprised because <laughs> I thought it was going to be, you know, like production courses, mm-hmm. everything. But then there was like this other... St- these other things that we had to learn. I,
0: mean,
1: I did not sign up for this. <laughs> but
0: uh, I mean
1: I mean the P is fun. I don't know. Yeah, I really like fun, P um
0: Some of them it's parang and Matra <laughs>
1: um, I understand no one that sentiment. Um but yeah like for the BAM course, BAM's course specifically like I was not expecting to learn all this theoretical stuff,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: I was like taken aback. <laughs> but it definitely taught me something. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's I mean, I still did not enjoy it as much, but but you know, you learn from it and that's what really matters.
0: But what's the no, what's your goal after BMS?
1: Um, I guess got a stable job. And the job should be like in, you know, the f- the the field that I studied for. Yeah, that's kind of the goal.
0: You don't have anything specific that you're, like, aiming for?
1: Mm, not really. I'm more of, like, a now thinker. Like, not far future. More, mm-hmm. like, near future. You know, like, what thesis would be good for them? <laughs> you know, that, like, that's what I'm thinking of right now. Because, <laughs> well, we're gonna... Need Mm-mm. to do a thesis for fourth year, Oh but like yeah, like my general uh, future after BAMS is like get a get a job.
0: <laughs> Good luck with all of that <laughs> because I know BAMS is really hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um. Well, I mean, for our specific courses, like the BAMS courses, mm-hmm. it can be difficult. Like I said, it's like it definitely depends a lot on the professor.
0: Yeah, it does. Like,
1: like personally, I'm not a disciplined person, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it was kind of difficult adjusting. Yeah, to the online life. But again, like it's because of how your professors handle the course mm-hmm. it really helps. Like they all have the, their different styles of of giving. You know, the lessons and everything. Mm-mm. That really helped me be more disciplined. Yeah. I don't think it's just about self-discipline. I think, like, outside factors mm-hmm. do, you know, have an impact on how you study. Mm-mm. But yeah, the professors really help can really help you. And not only them, but your fellow peers as well. Yeah. You know, like, in group works, if they they are good group mates then you know you don't have to worry that much because you can rely on them it doesn't mean that you will rely on them all the time
0: Mm-mm. it just means
1: <laughs> you don't have to do everything by yourself
0: it's also useful to have this like uh, community community of students in one place right so even if you're not doing group works mm-hmm. it would it's better mm-hmm. to be able to communicate with your Pierce when you're having trouble with an assignment or a requirement right so like it's like the one we have on discord like another one that the the other server the upou server on discord it's not at all that active but for us in the aa uh we have a lot of uh, active members in our discord page because you know, I mean, because we we interact with mm-hmm. everyone, and we help each other when uh, when we need to, especially when there are when it's before exams, we do reviews. When there are assignments, we help each other with our yeah. own assignments and all that.
1: Um, I think the BAMS doesn't really have much of that.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I think because you know there are, I think there is some like group that are happening inside you know of Mm -hmm. course it's unavoidable that certain people work together better like would be friends with one another i think that's what's kind of missing from Mm -hmm. our program yeah even though we have uh we have like a messenger chat it still is kind of lacking i would say well, for me, like, the only people that I talk to are the ones mm-hmm. in my organization. Like, in the organization that I belong to. Like, there's a lot of BAM students there recently, like, in optics. <laughs> so, those are the people that I hang out mostly. But we don't hang out in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the... Like,
0: In the real world. <laughs>
1: um, uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess you could put it that way. I really hope that we could have more of that from camaraderie.
0: Soon, may AA A, a- Jen's optics.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, we will, we will be waiting.
0: I'm gonna add this segment. You, you are, you suggest, you mentioned earlier that you're a K-pop fan, right?
1: Mm-mm, yeah.
0: So, like. Uh, I forgot the term that they have for this. Is it called bias? I I don't. I it's very yeah, vague. I, guess. To me, but I don't know how to, how to ask that. Is it who or what your bias? What is your bias?
1: Who <laughs> as a person?
0: Who okay? So who is your bias in terms of the you know K-pop industry and all that?
1: Typically, you would ask that as who is your bias group or who is your bias in this group, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, to answer your question um uh, my favorite groups right now are Red Velvet and Luna.
0: Oh, I have I, I I haven't heard of those.
1: They're not um international. Like I mean they're famous internationally, but only within K-pop communities, like unlike Blackpink or BTS.
0: Those are you. I have not heard of those. That's interesting. I did <laughs> So there are a lot more K-pop yeah. uh groups or yeah well i i guess there are i mean it's natural but i how is there a lot of them like a lot more k-pop
1: i mean i mean you wouldn't believe how saturated the k-pop industry is like there are groups debut debuting every day and they don't get recognized because you know their company might not be as popular or 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 they don't have much power and then they just disappear they
0: they don't get enough publicity
1: basically yeah i mean there was this one group who like ended in five days oh shit (laughs) yeah i mean i mean it's really hard to you know there's like a lot of um i don't know what to call it i guess um there's a lot of factors going into like k-pop industry like because there's a lot of people who want to be k-pop stars so, the addition for like yeah. companies, and there are tons of companies as well. Of course, there are the big ones who are really well known. Like, um, yeah, there are. Let's say SM Entertainment, um, that's where Red Velvet is from. And then there's JYP, where Twice and it's are from. And then there's mm-hmm. YG Entertainment, which is um, Blackpink's company. And uh, if you know to anyone,
0: I think so. N- n- that's to anyone's <laughs> company
1: as well. You know Sandara Park.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Sandara Park is like this uh, Korean girl from Star Circle in ABS before,
0: Ooh. before,
1: before. Um, I, oh no, I don't think you would know that. No, I don't. Because <laughs> you, you're you're young. But before uh is oh, really. <laughs> Zendara was really famous. And she was in this group called To Anyone, Mm -hmm. which was like fire during 2009. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was that time. Then there was this big hit called Nobody by Wonder Girls.
0: Oh yeah, I think I remember that.
1: You would think that these are the only groups that exist. But in fact, there are like thousands of them.
0: Actually, I did that. From
1: unknown what? actually i
0: did thought there were only like a few k-pop groups
1: mm-hmm. like what k-pop groups do you know um which ones do you know well
0: i know twice i know blackpink i know there's like uh, stray dogs i think um stray, stray kids. kids sorry
1: <laughs> stray dogs <laughs> is the anime
0: oh yeah and same <laughs> how do you say that s-a-e-m i am not sure if that S-A-E-M? yeah is that a group i, I don't know about it. that I don't, I don't remember if that's a group or just a brand that's promoting k-pop
1: the same is um a kind of a beauty brand
0: oh oh yeah i don't know because it's just <laughs> i've seen them in a lot of malls and there are like you know k-pop mm. everywhere so i thought
1: mm, I, see. I thought they're
0: like some franchise or it's
1: something a, it's a... <laughs> i see i see but yeah like these groups that you've heard of it's really a rare chance and they're privileged, I would say because their companies are mm-hmm. huge as well there's really like financial factors that go into the K-pop industry and because it's not as popular as you would think in Korea mm-hmm. like you would think that K-pop is like really huge there but it's not really? mhm like the general public is like not really into I think um, from what I've seen, they're more into Western artists.
0: Oh, that is interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the general like I think the the because I think that K-pop is more targeted towards teens, mm-hmm. you know. But of course, K pop uh, groups blow up there as well. Like, like for example, a Girls' Generation was like one of the biggest acts. During their peak years, like yeah. <laughs> they were the group of Korea. Like mm-hmm. everyone knows them, you know, even casual people. I mean, ju- the general public knows them, you know. Like there's, there are groups that are really popular within the, with in Korea, but the whole scene is not really that as looked at. I would say I don't
0: know a lot about K-pop, so thanks for that Uh it's it's refreshing to know that there are a lot more k-pop music out there i mean i'm not a fan but i do listen to some but you know um i'm not that too crazy about it but yeah it's it's nice to know that there are a lot more Mm -hmm. k-pop groups out there and Mm -hmm. if you if the listeners do want to listen to more Yeah, do search the other mentioned um, K-pop groups. I already forgot what their names are. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, K-pop is really diverse. Even though it's pop music, it can be really uh, diverse. Because music producers, uh, when they talk about um, the music industry, like they say that K-pop is more kind of... They kind of have more creative freedom. In K-pop, like they enjoy working a lot with the K-pop acts. Yeah. Because like in K-pop, you could see like R&B stylings, and then and then like just general pop music, or like or like uh, kind of EDM music, which is like Stray Kids' thing. It's like EDM, I think. Not a fan. Yeah. Of them. <laughs> um,
0: but I do like how they make their music videos it's so different
1: yes I think that is like one of because because k-pop is not just the music it's kind of an experience Mm -hmm. I like to say because you know there are these music videos that are really enticing and then these dance moves that are also very catchy and then the song is catchy as well it's like appealing to all of your senses and Mm -hmm. then they have these albums that are Contain a lot of like stuff for their, f- the their fans, like the people who yeah. buy these albums, like photo cards, um, other extra stuff, stickers. Mm-mm. You know, like there's just <laughs> there's just a lot of things that go into creating a K-pop thing yeah, and and that is really appealing. Yeah,
0: it's so. Interesting how um, I mean I've watched this on a documentary before about K-pop like how it just started to come to like pop out of nowhere and then it just you know it just spread like crazy and everybody was into K-pop. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, even John Cena was even John Cena was into K-pop.
1: <laughs> really, I did not know about that. Yeah,
0: I think it was yeah I think it's BTS that he mentioned that he really mm-hmm. likes. In an interview But yeah, it's so interesting I just find it so interesting how It just You know, it started What was the first K-pop that was introduced Internationally? Do you remember?
1: Well, in terms of like uh, Because there was this This time where K-pop was entering The Japan industry But in terms of like internationally I would say it was The Wonder Girls Nobody like that was really, like everyone know that knew that song. Like even here in the Philippines, it was like Momo Land. <laughs> Honestly, like you would hear it all the time, and then yeah, <laughs> and then like during school performances, you would always dance to Nobody. Like I think that was like one of the biggest things that that Hits? yeah, like that inter- introduced K-pop. You know to the world yeah it was really something and then i mean and then there's style with gangnam style. oh yeah
0: I th- oh that was the first a huge hit. i think that was the first korean music that i've heard it's gangnam style
1: <laughs> yeah i mean every i think most people would save that too because i mean the that da- again the dance is very catchy and and the the song is yeah. catchy as well and then the music video is like so weird, but it's like so enticing to watch.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it's so, it's different, and it's really funny, like how how the dance moves were, especially that elevator scene. I still remember that elevator scene so yeah. clearly.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think that that's like one of the reasons why K-pop became so huge, is because it was refreshing. I would say. Like, I guess here in the Philippines, we always hear about these kind of balladic love songs, you know, and then there comes this bam, 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 (laughs) you know, (laughs) It was like something new. And that's kind of, uh, well, that's personally kind of how I felt about it It was like, I'm getting so tired of this uh, repeating things all over again. I mean, they're um, enjoyable to, you know, listen to. But, you know, K-pop is this, like, new thing that is nothing like you've ever seen before.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And it's kind of like stepping into a new world.
0: Yeah. But I wonder if... I I highly doubt, but do you think Filipino music would ever get that popular?
1: Well, I mean, Anak was very popular. But... Like, it had a lot of variations in different, like, translations in different languages. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not impossible for Filipino music to be popular. I think because Tala was popular as well, if I'm not mistaken. To be bi- as big as K pop, um, I don't, I'm not Sorry, sure.
0: It's so unlikely, no? <laughs>
1: yeah, because with SB19, it's like a Filipino K pop group.
0: It's yeah still, it is
1: it's still cape K- it's still kind of it's i wouldn't call it filipino
0: but a mixed mix
1: yeah because you know the the elements of being a k-pop pack is there Mm-mm. and there's really no way to remove that because i mean they're from from a korean company
0: <laughs> yeah like you know. from what I remember when we did our research they studied in Korea right for their music I forgot mm-hmm, for how mm-hmm. many years
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so yeah they get
1: sent to Korea
0: yeah and is Korea the currently the best music industry I wonder I mean no. I haven't done any research about it so.
1: um like the biggest market ever, I mean it's probably because of BTS and Blackpink and all these um popular acts but from what i would call i think it's still american music or and the japanese music industries that are like you know the top tier of 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 music industry as a whole and i've mentioned earlier like korea tried to enter japan with boa um boa is is a is a not a group but rather a soloist Mm -hmm. and like she was talking about how she got sent there with like a few people knowing not knowing any japanese any nihongo Mm. i mean and she was 13 or 14 years old when she did that because she started her career very early but you know she became successful there Mm -hmm. and now she's like one of the legends of k-pop like she was Damn. even, a, she even had a, a, a an American movie. It was like a dance movie, a dance film.
2: Really? And she was like
1: the star of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was really big as well, like for the K-pop fans, mm-hmm. like um, in in America. I think, um, you know, even if she wasn't uh, as well popular as. BTS or Blackpink, like she was something back then as well. Yeah, I mean, there's really a lot of things that about you know K-pop as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like um, I see like documentaries. Yeah. Um, kind of show K-pop as like a factory of <laughs> mindless drones that you know create <laughs> like a factory of music. But you know, it's not. It, I mean, you could say that because there are there are tons of people producing K- these K-pop groups every day. Mm-hmm. But in, there is just something more about than being a factory because these, you know, they have their own culture, and um, like yeah. in kind of in the Western scene, you're kind of the one who makes the music, right? Mm-hmm. Like Taylor Swift. Like you have fans in making music, but usually, typically in K pop groups, they don't have that until they're, you know, well versed in the industry, until they're yeah. like seven years old in the industry or something.
0: So they had, so they need to have like these trainings. And, um, yes. If I remember correctly, the, uh, Blackpink uh, documentary on Netflix, it, they showed how, like, they went through. I think they started off as, a, I, I don't remember how many members they there were, and they, um, there were a lot, right? Before like back Blackpink turned into a well-known K-pop group, mm-hmm. so there was
1: like nine during the drafting.
0: Yeah, and then like they did these <laughs> recitals, I think dance Mm -hmm. recitals and singing recitals until there were only four of them right
1: it's uh it's like an evaluation yeah yeah um i think uh that's also like a factor in making people see k-pop as this factory because all of these these young people were are they're
0: training um, and
1: training they're like tra- training, and trading their lives, mm-hmm. their normal lives for for this slim chance of becoming a pop star. Yeah, there's a lot of effort that goes into being a group. It's not just being about being mindless. They're, the people who succeed have determination, you know, and they have the skill. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they do. They have
1: the skill too, and they have the charisma. Like these idols are. Um, some of them work their butt off, while some of them are naturally talented, you know. But they, those snatch like they always say that it's not. Mm-hmm. Of course, being naturally talented is it's a tier of its own. Yeah, but it you're is. not gonna get anywhere with just that. So these naturally talented people also work their butts off for you know a chance. Like Lisa from Blackpink. Oh yeah, I think would be the best example because she was really good but she also worked hard
0: it is pretty common on um, artists that they start from nothing but talent right? I think it's, it's the fact that they get enough publicity that helps them thrive
2: mm-hmm. um, like,
0: for example yeah. uh, it's like Taylor Swift right? she started off I, I forgot how young she started but the fact that she had so many, um, she started off on YouTube yeah. and she had so many supporters, and like until she's now this pop culture icon. Mm-hmm. It's interesting the difference yeah. between Western yeah. artists and K pop artists.
1: Because, like, in K pop, you don't only train your singing, dancing, rapping skills, but you also train. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn different languages. You learn acting. You learn a lot of stuff. You know, it's not it's not just sing- it's not just singing and dancing. It's because kind of in the Korean public, it kind of became this like that's why they're called idols. I think it's because mm. they're kind of like worked to perfection. Yeah, and you know, like people see them as this perfect. These perfect beings,
2: Mm-mm. but
1: they're really not. And that kind of factor is into the, like, K-pop is a factory. <laughs> Again,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, like they're cultivated to be perfect. That's
0: a lot of uh, K-pop facts that I had no idea about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I would like to ask, what's like your favorite type of music?
0: Um, my favorite type of music Is usually the old ones the um, the ones that date back to 80s and 90s so mm-hmm. those are like like
1: R&B city pop like that yeah
0: like um, Frank Sinatra Elvis Presley The Beatles the mm-hmm. um, those type of music but I also do mm-hmm. like the um, casual rap music I mean it, mm-hmm. yeah I mean it depends on the occasion really but for uh, the past few months, the music that I've been listening to a lot is lo-fi music because, you know, it ah. helps with mm-hmm. academics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the interesting about K-pop is, like, there are lo-fi K-pop music. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, recently, Luna released their album. And one of the songs was, was like, a lo-fi called you are oh it's the lo-fi song and then nct another big group mm-hmm. uh their last release had like a lo-fi song which is called i Owe you and it's like it's really good though like
0: Ooh, i'm gonna try to you know, look it's for lo-fi. those do you send me the titles again <laughs>
1: oh okay okay okay
0: i'm gonna try and listen to those because it's um, I w- I'm I'm curious about that. I did not know K-pop has a lo-fi music.
1: Yeah, I mean they really have everything. Like they have ballads. I like I mentioned, it's not all about being poppy. They have like mm-hmm. this really good ballad music, kind of R and B styles, and um, EDM styles. Like there's really everything. Like, you would find your cup of tea. <laughs> and there's even this group whose whole kind of thing is, like, rock, like, mm-hmm. yeah, rock music. And it's called, uh, they're called uh, Dreamcatcher.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah.
1: They have, like, uh, EDF rock, mm-hmm. all kinds of, like, rock, you know, like, even their concept is different mm-hmm. from the usual K-pop concepts, which are, like, Either cutesy or like black pink, uh, like kind of a girl crush style. <laughs> There's really one for everyone. There is, yeah. If you're not into K-pop, go try go check out Red Velvet and Luna, but preferably Luna's earlier releases, like 2016 to 2018.
0: 2016 to 2018,
1: alright. Those are the good stuff, and you know K-pop is. It's made of people. <laughs> you know, they're not robots or anything. But you might conspire about.
0: Since this is the morning boo show, I would like to ask you this traditional conversation starter for our convinced conversation ender. And yeah, that makes that makes sense. But do you drink mm-hmm. coffee? No. Why not?
1: <laughs> no, I don't like coffee. I only drink water
0: really why why do you not like coffee
1: hashtag water water for life I don't know oh I do eat coffee jelly <laughs> that's that's the most coffee I get and like sometimes the candies the exo candies
0: but have you tried the can you tried drinking coffee
1: I have tried I, I didn't like it
0: really so what do you so you don't drink anything in the morning aside from water? Yeah. Not even tea.
1: For on very rare occasions. Yeah. Water for life. Hashtag water for life. I used to drink.
0: So you Did not drink that?
1: I do. I do, <laughs> actually. And you would think, and like if you knew me before, you would think that I would always drink coffee. Mm-mm. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for some reason i became known for someone who's not who's a vampire who's not sleeping <laughs> but i don't drink coffee at all really nah, yeah
0: i think you're the first one i've interviewed or i've had in any podcast who doesn't drink much coffee i mean or tea for I that mean, matter i
1: drink tea just really sometimes because you know it's i'm kind of lazy so <laughs> <laughs> and it's like There's work in making coffee or making tea.
0: Yeah, there is.
1: Like you have to boil water, you have to prepare the tea or coffee, and you have to mix them. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm just like, grab my water bottle and done. (laughs) If you're into the home life, apply for an online university. Join us at UP Open University.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. So... Yeah, um thank you Purple Sazon for joining me today on this episode of the Morning Brew Show.
1: Thank you for having me, Elle. It was a fun experience.
0: Yeah. I hope we could have you again for some other episodes if you are ever interested to have another episode of coffee sessions with Purple Sazon.
1: I would love to talk deeper about K-pop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make an episode just about that.
1: Yeah. There's
0: a lot. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Morning Blue Show. If you liked that episode, please hit that like and that subscribe button if you haven't already. You can support this podcast by hitting the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. The support for this podcast will allow me to produce more interesting episodes in the future. Also, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Anchor.fm to share your thoughts about the podcast. Thank you and see you next time.